0: Of violence and corruption. The, tradition...
1: the Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a story on the theme of power, culture, or the future. Handpicked from the outline.com. Culture. Ellie, uh, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah. um, So the reason why I was super interested in chatting with you today um, was there was a recent story that we had here at The Outline about this gum that you came across. Can you tell me a little bit about, like, what happened?
0: Sure. So um, my mom and I were going to see Lady Bird, and we stopped in a candy store nearby. And uh, one of the things I came across in this candy store, which was mostly vintage candy, also some contemporary candy was this stick of gum that said Fortune Bubble on it and had this racist depiction of an Asian man wearing a uh, conical hat with a Fu Manchu mustache, uh, chopstick lettering, the whole nine.
1: Wow. Was this, like, the only gum of its kind there? Like, was there, like, a bunch of other racist gum there?
0: (laughs) No, as far as I saw, after that I did kind of look around and make sure that that was it. But, yeah, that was the only one.
1: I mean, did it seem like a lot of people were buying this gum like did it was there a lot left
0: yeah there were a lot left so I wasn't sure I'd never seen it before obviously um I figured it must be some kind of you know niche product but uh, when I called back eventually later I found out it was apparently quite popular at least in that location (laughs)
1: okay so so you're in so you're in this like candy shop and like you come across this gum like what what was going on in your head because like I know like I've seen some pretty spicy things like uh, I'm from the Midwest and I've uh, gone to many place called Crackle Barrels and <laughs> seen a lot of uh, pretty racist uh, items that are still in store so like what, what was going on in your head when you saw this?
0: Uh, well I work in a museum part-time and it just immediately reminded me of the artifacts room that we have. I just I couldn't believe that this was something I was looking at right in front of me on that day. Um, So, you know, I was like, what the hell am I looking at? What is this? And, um, you know, I called my mom over to come check it out. And she was kind of like pretty nonplussed by it. But I was just so I was pretty surprised because I grew up around here and I had never seen anything like that Mm. uh, for sale. Mm. at least.
1: And have you heard about this gum? Like, what's the history of this of this, like? fortune bubble.
0: Yeah, so it was uh, really hard to figure out because R.L. Albert and Sons Incorporated, um, that's the company that makes the gum, I found out, was not willing to speak with me about it.
1: Oh, uh, did they say why?
0: Um, not really. They said that they don't speak with journalists as a policy.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: But um, when I did, I got through to them through email a couple times and then I was calling and they were supposed to have someone call me back. Never happened. Last time I called... Uh, they were very confused as to why I would be writing about something if I hadn't been able to speak with the CEO. So I kind of told them more about the article I was doing, the research I'd already done, and they put me through. And the conversation didn't get very far.
1: Mm. So so let's back up a little bit. So um, can you give me like a brief history um, about this uh, bubble gum for people that have no idea what Fortune Bubble is? Sure.
0: Do you want to see it? I have a pack oh. on me. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Let's
1: let's bring it out.
0: Yeah, I have to give it um, to my friend. Who, oh, okay. I think he's going to research it next.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So is. so to describe it like as um, comfortably as I can, like <laughs> so the stick of gum it's about the size of like half of my palm, and I have pretty large hands. Um, it's orange. The wrapper is indeed, and like you can imagine, like the most like racist. Typeface you could think of um, with the very, like, the most racist uh, imagery to the left of it. Uh, fortune bubble, bubble gum, and fortune. Um, I don't want to open it up because I feel like you have to save this, right? I do. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, yeah. so I mean, you can hear. You know
0: what? We can't open it. I just realized that they're still selling it. I sent okay. someone to check recently, so I can always get another one. For All my
1: right, friend. so I, okay, so let's so let's um, so while you explain sure um, to me like this history, I'm going to open it up and proceed to chew.
0: Oh God, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, like flick it first. Okay. That's my recommendation. Like feel how hard it is. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's indeed.
0: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to assume it's true, but it had some um, numbers on the side that made it seem like it might be quite old. I'm not sure. But regardless, the original product was released in the 1980s. That much I could guess from looking at um, web forums and the online retailers, you know, vintagecandy.com kind of places that were selling it um you know your favorite candy from the 80s <laughs> remember it's really hard to open
1: yeah it's very difficult to open yeah. um, wi- <laughs> while while i'm opening it up i'm realizing that there is only one stick of gum i was actually really shocked i thought it would be like a like a winter fresh situation where mm-hmm. there were multiple sticks it is in fact one stick of gum
0: super thick. careful of your fortune in there oh
1: okay <laughs> all right i'm sorry i cut you off
0: no it's all good um that's like you know that's really all i've gotten on it i know it was sold in the larger new england area because uh, a man from springfield massachusetts emailed me after i wrote the article saying you know this takes me back to when i would purchase these kinds of candies in dime stores it was actually nice he told me you know Mm. your article really made me think um, and maybe my nostalgia for this candy isn't Mm. quite worth its implications yeah
1: and um that's actually like leads me to my neck to the next question here like um like Like, aside from that, like, has it made you rethink, like, a lot of other things that maybe you've come across? Like, for instance, I was walking um, through Brooklyn, uh, particularly, like, uh, the neighborhood of Park Slope, um, which for people who are not from the area, you know, like, it's very, like, family oriented, I guess you could say, um, a lot of expensive shops. Kids and and dogs. Yeah, lots of kids and dogs, exactly. And I was looking through the window, and I saw literally a mammy figure, um, just, like, looking at me in the face. <laughs> um, and, and you know, this stuff is pretty common. You would think, like, especially in, like, a very, quote-unquote, liberal place like New York, like, that stuff would be gone. So, like, do you think that there will be any kind of change in this type of, I guess, like, quote-unquote, collector's items?
0: Uh, I hope so, but I don't see that being the case necessarily. Um, you know, the response I got to this from the people who were selling the gum, you know, in their store and the people who were manufacturing the gum, um, wasn't all that positive. They didn't seem to understand what the problem was. And, uh, you know, even me, I had to kind of check myself when I was working on this and doing all this research thinking, am I going too far with this? You know, is this, am I, over, am I exaggerating here? Am I overreaching But, you know, speaking with scholars who talked a lot about Orientalism, Yellow Peril, um, and the connections with imperialism, Mm -hmm. no, it is a problem, it is a big deal, and what I kind of got— from everyone I spoke to was, you know, it's good that you're writing about this. Hopefully people continue to call out things that they see like this. So yeah. maybe you can go back to that store and you know, have a dialogue with the owners or something.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, it's an emotional labor. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> totally. 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 Um, but, but, yeah, like it, it is. And the reason why I found this, like, particularly interesting is because, like, in a lot of, like, especially modern culture, um, particularly, um like Asian and Asian American uh, stereotypes seem to be uh, very much quite like still allowed mm-hmm. in a way. Like there's still uh, jokes that are still being written um, at a lot of Asian folks' expense. Um, and it seems like this gum is like a physical representation of such.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think a lot of it is, um, you know, the fact that some... Asian and Asian American stereotypes tend to be, you know, quote unquote positive. You know, the model mm. minority myth, this idea of you know, these very hardworking peoples, not to say that that isn't, you know, true, but any kind of generalization you're making like that is inherently harmful. All
1: right. I well, I have my fortune here. So it says smiling often can make you look and feel younger.
0: Oh, see, so that was like half of the one I got on mine. I think they recycled wow. them a lot. <laughs>
1: And I have the stick of gum here. Do you, do you want half of the stick?
0: Ugh. Okay. Let's okay. give the All
1: right. Maybe it might crack on us.
0: Yeah. That's a hard piece of gum right there. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's try it.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. It might crack your tooth.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just tastes like... Oh. I'm yeah. Sorry. It's really bad. I want to spit it out. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank um, you for having me. Where can people find your work?
0: Sure. You can go to my website. AllieManning.com A-L-L-E-E uh, or my Twitter same thing Allie Manning
1: Alright great well hopefully um, we can talk to you soon maybe um, not about more uh, racist candies
0: <laughs> hope not yeah
1: <laughs> The Dispatch is produced hosted and scored by me James T. Green our theme song is from John Lagomasino we featured Allie Manning's piece Goodbye, Yellow Face Gum, which you can read on outline.com. A link is in your show notes. Thanks for listening to The Dispatch.